right now. One of our grads, Ashlyn Sullivan, joins us. She's working with the Jacksonville Jaguars, doing all their videos and in-house stuff and doing a great job of doing it. And, of course, the Jags now set to have the number one pick again in the draft. And, you know, Ash, I bet you don't want to have that anymore. Having the number one pick in the draft is good, but it's not good, right? Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, one second. Sorry, Steve. We're doing a draft rehearsal right now, and it's all of a sudden very loud. Oh, (laughs) okay. Running where it's not loud. Uh, Yeah, not having the number one overall pick for a year would be awesome. It's funny. We had a pre-draft press conference last Friday, and Trent Baalke said, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the last time that I'll be the general manager for number one overall pick, insinuating that this year is incredibly important for him to get this right because we all know Trent Baalke is on short stints here. He's got to have a success this year, so this is an incredibly important pick. You just said something, Ash, that that – I think somebody hearing that would kind of scratch their head that, you know, that Trent Baalke's on a short stick or a short leash. Can you go into that a little bit? Yeah. So it was, um, I would say this past off season, it was this weird thing where fans really wanted Trent Baalke to not be here because the connection to Urban Meyer, they kind of wanted to just absolutely clean house. But we all know that's easier said than done. And Shad Khan, Jaguars owner, has ties to Trent Baalke and he's seen him succeed. So it's this weird thing right now where, Everyone outside the Jaguars building wants them to absolutely clean house and have no connection to Urban Meyer, whereas Shad Khan is saying, you know, Trent Baalke has done a lot of good for us right now. But Trent Baalke was the one on Friday that said, yeah, I'm not going to be here for a number one overall pick right now. He's very self-aware and knows what's at stake. So it was kind of nice to have that honesty from him in that. Uh, I know that, you know, part of the the gamesmanship of any team is to not, you know, even though everybody and their brother – knew Trevor Lawrence last year, <laughs> not quite the same this year. Is there still, in your mind, Ash, some doubt about who they would take? There's a ton of doubt, and it's tomorrow. It's been one of the hardest drafts I've ever covered because right now we have four considerations. We have Evan Neal, the tackle out of Alabama. We have Iquanu, the tackle out of NC State, Hutchinson out of Michigan, and Walker out of Georgia. Those seem to be the four. Those would make all the sense in the world, but – we keep hearing every day that it's changing. So I have, as of now, have those four prepared. Because, you know, it's a lot of work. We have to prepare for four picks instead of preparing for one pick for six months, like we did last week, Trevor. I, I started preparing for Trevor last November. Yeah. Um, in your view, given the roster makeup right now, Ash, just in your personal view, where do you think Jacksonville, what would make the most sense to you? I am always been Team Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan, the edge rusher. I just feel like the Jaguars are in a state right now where they need the safest, strongest pick. This team won four or three games last season, excuse me. They're in a spot right now where they need immediate impact. I, I totally get the argument of getting an offensive tackle and building long-term for the future. And if that's your left tackle for the next 10 years, it's an incredible pick. But the Jaguars need help right now. They don't have enough good players. And if you can tell me that Hutchinson has Pro Bowl potential, then sign me up. I, I just think they're not in a spot where they can risk missing on this. And if Hutchinson is the safest pick, that's what you got to go with. Uh, as the draft continues, uh, what are some other areas of need, Ash, that you think the team will address? So many. There are so many needs. And the good thing is the Jaguars have 12 draft picks to Um, fill those needs and they had 10 free agents so it's funny when you think about almost half of this roster is going to be completely new guys 26 new guys so the next biggest need I would say and it's going to be really interesting with the first pick 
on day two, the 33rd overall pick, does a wide receiver fall to them at 33? Do they use some of that draft equity to maybe trade back up in the first round and get a wide receiver. They, they don't have enough fast guys on this offense. They don't have enough weapons for Trevor Lawrence. So they got to address wide receiver. But I also feel like they can't force it at 33 if the Jamison Williams and all of those prospects are gone by 33. Maybe they wait, but but I'm very curious to see if they use some of that equity to go get a wide receiver and, and get one of those top names. Ash, let me let me throw this scenario at you. Um, <clears throat> I don't think too many people pegged Cincinnati to be in the Super Bowl, but they no, realized, so. <laughs> yeah, they realized Joe Burrow can't throw passes from his backside, so yeah. they went out and not only got him receiver help, which they have a good group of receivers, but they shored up the offensive line. So you just got Robinson now on a deal here that was just announced. Yep. Isn't that an important area, too, to, to get him protection? Oh, incredibly. And, and Cam Robinson is great for the short term. It's a three-year deal. If you get two solid years out of him, fantastic. But then what? And what happens if Cam Robinson goes down? He's been prone to injuries older in his career. So that's why it's so tough to pick this number one overall pick because you so see the argument for offensive tackle. Trevor Lawrence is your biggest investment the past 10 years in Jaguars history, so protect him. Um, they feel good about the offensive line, but if I'm Trent Balky and I know I have to protect my quarterback, good's not enough. I need it to be great. I need it to be the strongest suit of the team. So that makes a ton of sense to draft an Aquanu. Maybe he plays right tackle for a year or so and moves on to left tackle. There's nothing wrong with, with pushing the starters right now to secure their jobs, so I wouldn't scratch my head if they go offensive tackle number one overall either. Let me uh, end with this. By the way, Ashlyn Sullivan, our guest, uh, working with the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, doing a lot of their media stuff and doing a great job of doing it. You just heard her say, preparing for four different people, uh, which is not easy. Um, <laughs> the running back position, I think, has been devalued a little bit in the NFL. You just don't see that many Big running time. backs yep. going in the first round. Is that a position you know, with Robinson being sort of a workhorse kind of a guy, but not a you know, breakaway threat? Is that a position where they would address in the draft, do you think, as well? Oh, yeah. It, it has to be addressed. I mean, you look at the Jaguars running back right, right now, James Robinson coming off a major injury. Travis Etienne, their first-round draft pick last year, coming off a Liz Frank injury, and James Robinson tearing his Achilles. Those are two major, major injuries for running backs where a lot of people suspect they won't be the same when they come back from them. And that's your running back room right now with a couple undrafted guys. So, I mean, I don't think they can be secure saying that James Robinson and Travis Etienne are 100% ready to go coming back. We've seen them on the field and they're doing some rehab, but you can't feel good about just those two guys. So they need to go get another stable running back piece. And that's why I say it. Thank goodness they have 12 draft picks because they just need us. so much help. Wow. Very candid of you to say, but uh, hey, that, that's where things are, and that's what the Jags are going to have to address. I always appreciate you, young lady. Thank you. You've uh, Thank you're doing great work there. Keep it up. I appreciate.